Hoo-hoo. I'm full-time meteorologist Stephen Clearweather. And I'm news anchor triplet Scary Mary and Larry Potter. <laughs> and this is Closet Swax. The podcast where we sit on the floor of the closet and we talk about whatever the hell we want to because it's our podcast and it's not yours. Yeah. Yeah. It's Hi. been a while since we've been here. Welcome back. Yeah. We Thanks for hanging in. Well, I think I've added more clothes to this closet than that. Yeah, you have. It's fine. We locked them doors. <laughs> it's fine. I love that stupid song. I wish I didn't like that song as much as I do. Mm. But every time it comes on and I hear those like turn the lights down low. Seriously, like every time I hear like the first like chord, I'm like, baby lock the doors and turn the lights I, down. I, I just don't even know the words. Why are you making me say baby lock the doors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh let's do some booze. What do we got tonight? We're okay, so oh. we're we're drinking like a gay man's go to classic, but with a twist. Oh, so, you we have the same thing? Yes. Oh, so we're so having good. We're having a vodka cranberry, but she's spiced. Yeah, yeah, it's a spiced cranberry, like she, for the winter. She was on sale at ABC, and I said, <clears throat> "Getting inside me is nice." Cheers, like bitch! That. All right, glass on glass. You oh, got a handle though. I know. Thank Here God. Go. What's saying, Renee? <gasps> oh, oh God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It mm, tastes like Christmas. Nice. Yes. Uh, so what's new? What's new? <clears throat> Um, There's a lot new with you. Brett's 2020. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? We're like a month and a half in. Uh, it's February. Yeah. Bitch. It's over a month. I said a oh, month and a half oh, in. Oh, yeah. I guess cause, <laughs> because time. It's only the 19th. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, have, I have nephews. You do? Yeah. My sister gave birth. Like, I don't know, how many days ago? It's like the time for babies, man. She gave birth on the 13th. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the day before. Th- um, yeah. The day before uh, Sweetheart Day. What is that called? Oh, <laughs> Valentine's Day. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day. We, we go on hikes. Yeah. I went on a hike. Speaking of, ouch. Yeah, you went on a hike. I did. I went on an 11-mile hike for mm. six hours. No, thank you. With a boy. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Can I just, yeah. I just, uh, well, where I was going with that is, bro, when you are going to go on a hike somewhere you haven't been, see if there's an article written about it, because, like, we're, like, knee-deep in it, literally. Mm-hmm. In this, there's uh, this block we um, went and had live, live talks, because for six hours, what do you do? There's only yeah. so much nature. You can be like, look at that rock. Right. Look at that tree. Look at that grass. Oh, my God. Oh, right. look at that mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> And so this article that I read later at the end of our hike said, <laughs> so uh, it, it, like, it was just basically to tell you, you know, make sure you're going the right way because, you know, there was, it's the wilderness and yeah. there's not always like blinking neon lights. There's just little paint on trees, which yeah. is great. So they're like, oh, yeah, once you get to like mile like nine at this marker, you're going to come across um, is what is probably going to be a very swampy and muddy area. And I was like, and I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like we're like in and we're like, oh, this is so great, you know, just kikiing about life. And then it is legit like a foot of water. <laughs> and I had to walk through like the middle of the trees. And I was like, I'm trying to stay on the path the best I can because the um leave no trace. You're supposed to, you know, st- stick to paths, right. not yep. take anything that you didn't bring with you, things right. like that. Yeah, yeah. Keep nature the way it is. Um and it had been a puddle, but then it was like, oh yeah, by the way, there's gonna be water because uh, with the um, the foliage cover so dense, the water doesn't evaporate. Mm. 
And I was like, oh, let me bring my um my my trail shoes, which are they're basically like they got good traction, but yeah. they're for like out, outdoors. But they're not boots. <laughs> you know, it would have been great boots and pants because boots and pants and boots and pants. Can you see this? Yeah, you're covered. Bruh. Mosquito bites. They were out for vengeance. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it's okay. I'll just swat them off. I didn't swat them off very well. Do you have West Nile virus now? You know, I don't know. With how heavy you poured this drink, everything's going to die by the time I get it's it true. to the bottom. So It's true. But yeah, so not, not have a boyfriend. I'm sorry, say it again. I, said, I have a boyfriend. You have a boyfriend? I have a boyfriend, and he's lovely. I love that. Yeah. Me, me, me too. <laughs> he's he's per great. I love that. So, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Unofficially. Unofficially. <laughs> okay. But yeah, my friends, everyone's popping out babies. My two of my best mm-hmm. friends just had babies, and then the other one got engaged. She's like, "Come walk me down the aisle." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, yeah, okay." Yeah, my the other one's like, "Baby, they're so cute." My sister gave birth to her twins, Grant and Henry, and my brother's wife is also, um, pregnant. So they're having their baby, I think, in May, and I'm going home in June. Are you going to have a baby, too? You know, I've been trying all these years, and it's just not working. I went to Beaumont and thought I had triplets. <laughs> Gross. Like, oh, Lord. And then all of a sudden, I didn't. That restaurant's real good, though. Oh, my God. It's so good. Um, if you've never been, it's in Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, oh, and so it is worth every dollar. It's an African uh, buffet. Mm-hmm. It's very, very delicious. It's very uh, vegan and vegetarian friendly, if you mm-hmm. were wondering. And if you weren't, well, now you know. And mm-hmm. shame on you, because you should have been wondering if Dylan can eat there. And yes, the answer is, <laughs> I can. So Yeah. Um, I do not have a boyfriend. Oh. I'm, I'm, we've always been very open and candid. And kind of transparent on this program. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, you, make, you making I, a witch's brew over there? You no, know, I had to, I had to cool it down because the ice is on the top. Oh, I'm just going to hold on. I was working in the lab late one night. Shut up! <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> oh um, yeah, uh, we've always been very transparent and very like open and honest on this program. So, um, stop itching it. I can't. Stop. You're supposed to slap it if you can't itch it. Exactly. It's like a path of weave, but yeah. So yeah, we're no longer together. We're no longer together. That's okay um, though. Yeah, it, it's, we're we're better off separated because, um, it just it, we were not compatible, and it, you know, you come out of the. There's, you know, the phases of a relationship and you've got the honeymoon phase uh-huh. where everyone is so happy mm-hmm. and you just can't get enough of each other. And you yep. just you constantly want to be in each other's presence. And um, when Thanks that starts that. to fade, mm-hmm. y- you find yourself either falling deeper in love with this person or you find yourself needing to, like, force things to happen. Like and farting in front of each other. OK, no, I'm. Oh, no. Because that is a, yeah, an enormous <laughs> relationship milestone. <laughs> I was with my ex-boyfriend for seven years. Neither of us ever did that. Oh, Because well. I'm a fucking prude. <laughs> I am a Bruh. fucking prude. How would you go to dinner and be like, oh, God, you guys. Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't eat no whisper? And he just went, what? And you said, <laughs> no. No. Okay. Um, but well, like, just me then. But you know how like you're in that, the you're in that relationship and then you kind of you're at a crossroad because you're like I'm trying so hard to make this work and mm-hmm. he's trying hard to make it work and it's just not 
working. If you have to, oh, they'll try harder than, you know, what is, I guess, to you acceptable, then, you know. Right. Maybe it's time to let that go. Yeah, and that's not it's for, an uncomfortable it's an uncomfortable situation to find yourself in, but you know, cause you're like, I really have strong feelings for this person. Right. Of course. I feel, I feel love for this person, but it's just not working out as a relationship. And, and we both kind of came to that mutual agreement. Um, I was very frustrated. Uh, there was a lot of miscommunication, not mis- You know what? No, it wasn't miscommunication. It was lack of communication. Mm, yeah. Um, I'm very forthcoming and I'm very like, I don't care if, if you and I are in a relationship, we are non, a non-sexual life. We are in a, we are, you and mm-hmm. I are non-sexual life partners, but mm-hmm. you know, everything that I do, yeah. you know, everything that's going on in my life. You know, every thing that I have coming up, you are aware of those things. It's true. I'm aware of everything that you've got going on. Uh, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's how a relationship for me needs to work. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's in a romantic sense, because mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to wake up one day and just be like, Hey, you know, what are you doing? And you're like, Oh, I got this and this and this and this, and this is huge. And this is, you know, I'm like, why didn't you tell me any of this? And that's where we were finding ourselves was he, things would slip his mind. And he was like, I forgot to tell you that, you know, this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, okay, like I understand you're under a lot of pressure, you know, his studies. And, um, I, I went to his house, uh, not too long ago, like a week before we decided to break up, but I went to his house and I was excited to see him, you know, I'm like getting myself ready here. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I get to see my man. And then I get there and he's like, Hey, welcome, come in. And he hands me the remote and he's like, there's the couch. Okay. I'll be in the bedroom studying. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I was out in the living room by myself for about How an domestic. hour <laughs> for about an hour. And then he came out and was like, let's go get pizza. So we go get pizza, bring it back. He eats two slices and go back. So he goes back to the bedroom and I ended up falling asleep on the couch by myself. That was what our relationship was turning into. It was like That's his quick. studying was a priority and it needs to be, I completely understand that I would never want to come between somebody else and their dreams and their goals and ambitions, but that harbors resentment. uh, Probably best. Yes, it does. It does. And, um, you know, late when I left that day, I was like, what have you got going on? And he's like, Oh, I'm going to a, my friend's house and we're going to study. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And then the next morning I wake up and he's like, Hey, I'm in Miami. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I told you I was going to my friend's house. He's like, you did not say Miami. I'm like, that's it is kind of a terrible drive. Unless you had good music. So well, he was on a bus. He took, he took the, the, Oh, you can sleep the whole way. Right. That's fine. Okay. But I was just like that sort of like miscommunication and lack of communication is what ultimately, um, was the deciding factor. And, which brings me to my first topic that I wrote down, which was you can't change somebody Mm-mm. by loving them harder. Mm-mm. And it's, it's so unfortunate because we all forget that. Like we all yeah. know that, but you forget it. And then you're, you find yourself in a relationship and you're like, okay, well maybe if I put forth more effort, Ooh. maybe if I try harder, relationship is he is will not equal parts always but sometimes it, it's it it's is an equal parts. average is what yes. i like to say it averages out to be 50 50 
that that means when you're on your days where you can only give 20 and I have to pick up the 80, yeah, it averages out at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and it's a, it's a give and take. And then it will, you know, flip and you yep, because that's that's because what we you, each have our low days. You got to give what the other one can't. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so it's 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 unfortunate and um it's sad and I cried and it was ultimately like what needed to happen, but I was just like at the same time, like not ready to let that go because I felt such strong feelings. So that really, that really hurt. See, but people are put into your life and unfortunately it's not always under your control, no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you love, like you said, to just to teach you something. And, you know, maybe something you're like, great, I'm so glad, you know, I learned this, but sometimes it may be those hard things. You're like, I'm going to remember this for the next time. Right. And it hurts to find a next time, (coughs) but ultimately those people make you better than what you were before, no matter how many things you've been through. Right. And you're like, oh, I, okay. I mean, it's one for me, I've just, you know. I try not to slip into that mindset of like, okay, this is yet another failed relationship and I've been through Mm -hmm. so many failed relationships and blah, blah, blah. But like, you can't, you can't think about things like that. You just got to keep moving on. You got to keep like, keep your chin up. And I was at work, you know, the next couple of days and people knew that I was upset. They knew something was off. And so I was open about it to my once, you know, people that I didn't really care to talk about Mm -hmm. in front of when they left, you know, for the evening I opened up to the people I do care about. And one of the ladies there, she always keeps her mouth shut. She doesn't talk. She just, she just does her work and really talks to nobody. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the night, after I had like vented everything I needed to vent, um, some of it was not so great stuff, but I vented what I needed to vent. And she ended up sparkles and rainbows, bro. Right. She came up to me and like had a one-on-one moment and she became like Medea because this is a direct, and all. it's a direct quote from oh. one of Medea's things was she was like, people in your life are like a tree. And wait, hold on. She quoted Medea. Yes, she did. I ain't mad. Nope. She rolling with a gun, wave it at you and smile. <laughs> no, it's like a tree. <laughs> but she, she was like, you're people are put in your life and they're like a tree. Some people are like leaves and oh, they just blow this way or they blow that way. And they're, they can't take a side. They're just kind of like, Oh, I'm on this side today. And then, Oh, I'm on that side today. And then sooner or later they wither and they fall and they drift away. Mm-hmm. People in your life are like the little branches. You can't really trust them. If you step on them, they're going to break and fall out from underneath and you're going to fall. And then there are people who are strong branches that you can trust and you can sit on, you can build a swing. And then there are people that are your roots that aren't ever going anywhere. And they're there for Absolutely. you all the time. I can, I can put every single one of my friends yep. slash acquaintances in one of those. Yep. And it's it's not hard. No. You know right away. You should, no. I mean, you should know. Yeah. So. And she was like, you're, you just ended up with somebody who was not supposed to be there for very long. Yeah. And that's okay. No, yeah. You know, and it took up some of your life, but, you know. But then it was, it's not time wasted. Mm-mm. No, I never, I never want to ever say that. And I, if I ever said that to somebody, I, I'm incredibly sorry. Um, because I've, I've been in a situation where I've had to be like, Hey, this isn't working out. You know, you know, I, I don't want to see you anymore. 
and they turn around with that vicious like well that was a waste of fucking time and you're like it was was it is that what you saw it as like yeah Mm. it's like well thanks that that you you just equated our time together as meaningless yeah um do you remember that uh, you remember the meet the robinsons of course oh such an underrated movie so good um little wonders is a beautiful song anyways so you know the part where um Oh, uh, but, but Lewis is uh-huh. like, hey, I made this. I mean, the peanut butter and jelly gun, and he did it, and it didn't work. And they mm-hmm. celebrate his failure. Yes. And they're like, you failed. That's great. Yeah. And the, I I can't remember the exact quote, uh, the exact quote, but his long lines of, if you fail, you know, that's one thing you, you learned from it. Yeah. But if you win every time, then you're never going to yeah. learn anything. So, yeah. thanks, Disney. Keep did you know that WD forty is named WD forty because it took thirty nine tries of failures to get to the fortieth one that worked? Well, I'll be damned. I did. I was today years old when I learned <laughs> that. So thank you so yeah. much. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but that's that's what it boils down to. Is you have to kind of sometimes we misplace our feelings, mm-hmm. and I mean I've been in a relationship before. Um, uh with with Louie, you know Louie. Um it was one of those uh-huh. situations that I really wanted that to work and then both of us kind of realized at the same time it's like I think we misplaced our feelings for each other yeah. into a romance instead of friendship because we would have been better off as friends not as a romantic pair. Yeah. So I think we end up misplacing our feelings, especially as Scorpios. Scorpios and <laughs> Scorpios and Libras are kind of the same thing when you let me ask you this. Have you ever in the past Don't never have I ever, I'm gonna be embarrassed. Never have I ever made up a completely fabricated future with someone I've never even spoken to in oh, person. Put your finger down right yeah. now. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> but I mean you have to. Some people don't. You, Scorpios and Libras are very much the same, and where we're like, "Hi, it's nice to meet you. I'm Steven. Marry me." Like, <laughs> I've oh, done I thought research. you were gonna say the opposite. I was like, "Bruh, I'm not like, saying I've said those words, but no, but like, I, it's because we like to place our time as appropriately as possible. Yes. And I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Right. Just said many times, and I, if I don't see something potential, I don't. If I don't see potential in something. I'm not going to invest in it. Right. It goes the same with all the money that I spend. If I'm not, yeah. I don't see potential in, you know, in spending money on something, why would I do it? Right. So it, it's not a bad thing. It can be a fault because yeah. it makes you extremely picky. But I mean, yeah, it's but uh, we definitely do have we kind of <laughs> fabricate scenarios to be like, you know, you've given me details about yourself so now i'm going to kind of like orchestrate in my head what it would be like to be in a relationship with you and if that's appealing to me then i should go for it but if you know you've told me things that are not so savory about yourself and then i put myself into a make-believe scenario where i'm like okay let's pretend we just had our first fight what are the kind of things that you're going to say to me oh and then i don't like them i'm like ah now i'm second guessing because you have revealed to me in your head Maybe not. Maybe like through texting or 
mm. you know, things like that. And I'm just like, okay, I'm picking up on context clues as to what your personality mm. is like. Yes. And then you dive deeper into that final, like kind of like scenario in your head. But it also pushes in the direction of assumption and that's yes. never good for anybody. Correct. And that will bite you in the ass because it, it will be your own undoing. Yes. This is called self-sabotage. Yes. And it is. We have talked about that a lot. We have. It's because we speak from experience. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah. But really, at the end of the day, it's like no matter how attractive someone's like Person. potential is, mm-hmm. you aren't dating their potential. You're dating their reality. Which I, is is good. I mean, the, sometimes your the reality is different than what you think that it is, but... It's a bad thing. It's just a different thing. Unfortunately, when you're entering a new relationship and you're in that honeymoon phase, you're wearing rose-colored glasses. And yes. everything that you see is just through that filter. So it's hard to separate, like, is this your potential or is this your reality? Am I seeing things accurately? And nine times out of ten, you're not. I like, mean, so for example, um, my current boo andrew mm-hmm. like when we went on this hike i mean what do you do for six hours like i said you talk yeah, about life talk. and i asked some some intense questions that you wouldn't ask right off the bat like i mean well they're life questions don't worry about it okay <laughs> got it they're, they're they're personal questions if right. you will but like they're things that i i was like i would like to know Not this small talk Right. I, I mean, we didn't need small. Well, meaningless small talk to a Scorpio is completely just death. Yeah. I, I don't need to talk about how cute your dog is. Bring your dog and let me pet it. Yeah. You know. Right. Um. But I, I asked these things because they were things that I was wondering, and that I didn't want to make up inside of my head and uh-huh. you know destroy myself about. I said, so I would you know we'd walk for a while, not you know just kind of enjoy each other's presence, and then I would be like. And then I would say it and I was like, okay, I said it. And then we would talk about it and it was refreshing that, you know, one, I thought it was the answer I received was the one that I presumed and two, that it was being spoken about and it, it opens a line of communication, which I think is very crucial. Yeah. But you know, not everyone is like that. Not everyone feels comfortable being like this and that. Oh, okay. We're cutting to it. Yeah. Yeah, we are. If I'm going to give my time to you i would i want to be certain that it's going to be worth it and right side note like pretty sure it's worth it so yeah <laughs> so it was time well spent yeah oh fuck <laughs> oh you just unplugged you your hear anything you, you got it you got it hi i'm back you can okay. hear again sorry about it okay. yeah, yeah, yeah um Turn yeah on the flip side of all of that um the negatives of a scorpio and this I'm speaking from direct experience oh. because uh, last week I did some, s- I said some stuff I should not have said. And Scorpios, uh, we are like a cottonmouth snake. Mm. I read that on, on the interwebs. Oh, it must be true. Uh, <laughs> it said cotton, uh, Scorpios are like cottonmouth snakes. We bite first and ask questions later. And we have poisonous mouth with very sharp tongues. Uh-huh. Um, That's why it's better for us I, to just sometimes sit quietly. You know, I should have. I should have <laughs> stayed quiet, but I didn't. Um, I went out with uh, with some of my roommates. Um, you were not there. You were not available. Um, I know. 
but the rest of us went out. We went to we went downtown to the Cocktails and Screams bar. It's my mm-hmm. favorite place in the world. Um, if you are in the Orlando area, uh, it's called Cocktails and Screams. This is my AM radio voice, and um, it's a year-round Halloween bar. Yeah, well, you have to kind of cover so you can't sort of hear, but it's not very kind of awful. <laughs> um, whisper. But yeah, it's an it's a year-round Halloween bar, and it's incredible. So we went there, and I had two drinks at the front bar. Some I had libations. a drink in the back. Um, <laughs> there's like a there's a like a hidden bar, and it's it's really fun. Well, it's not hidden if you tell everyone about it. Steven. Okay, well here's the thing, it is hidden if you can't get in. So <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> Everything's hidden if you can't get to it, bro. So here's the thing. It's very it, insightful of you. Um, it's uh, so. You walk in, you there's like the big bar that's like uh, decorated like Frankenstein's lab, and then you go to the back and it's decorated like the witch's hut from uh, Hansel and Gretel. So it's like a witchy vibe, but it's got candy on it. And there's somebody at the door, and the doors are locked. And you, to get in, you have to order something from the front bar, finish it, and then go to the back bar. And um, to get into the back bar, you have to answer a riddle so the riddle oh don't tell that was oh, okay we're not gonna tell me answer this gotta think about it yes yeah, so i'll let you mm-hmm. think about it she she saw that we had finished our drinks which i had the pumpkin old-fashioned so good it tastes like pumpkin you had pie. an old-fashioned oh i know Call me surprise you know what else they have they have a uh kraken rum cold brew coffee old-fashioned oh good an upper and a downer so good. my favorite so good <laughs> Um, they also have a shot called the Witch's Brew, and it's the Kraken Rum, uh, Black Rose Coffee Rum, with uh, pumpkin uh, puree and cream. Better a Witch's and Brew than a Witch's Tit. So good. Uh, so we get to the we get to the door, and mm-hmm. she's like, "You have to answer this riddle before you can come in." Oh boy! And she says, "I am long when I am young, and I am short when I am old. What am I?" Dun, dun, dun. So then we answered the riddle and we got to go in. And uh, in this room, it's there's one bartender. It's decorated like a witch's hut from like the swamp. Like it's very <laughs> dimly lit. There's candle everywhere. There's wax dripping everywhere. There's a fireplace. There's a cauldron. Um, there is. There's like these, you know, old withered flowers and like, you know, things like that. But then there's this bar bartenders on the other side and on the bar are like these little tiny vials everywhere and some are labeled some are not um there's like these glass containers it just it looks like a potion making bar okay. and the guy's behind there and he doesn't have a recipe for anything he has every liquor in the world honestly it's like so many different kinds of liquor in the back and um the the bartender asks you what you like and what you don't like. And then he will make you a cocktail specifically for you that cannot be recreated and doesn't have a recipe and is tailored to your taste. Mm -hmm. And it was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. When he made, when he made my cocktail, it was, um, I counted, I think 18 ingredients that he put in between the actual like liquor, the mixer and the, the tiny little vials that he put like dropper of this and two drops of that. Like it was very, it was very detailed. And 
because all I said to him, I was like, I like whiskey. I do not like sour. I like savory and I like smoky. And he was like, I got you. And he made me, well, first of all, he took this like wooden cup and he put sage in it and he lit the sage on fire, turned it upside down to let it smoke inside and then put my ingredients into the shaker. And it was just like, like I said, like 18 different ingredients Mm -hmm. and shook it all up, flipped over the, the cup that still had smoke in it. And he poured the liquor into it, added a little bit, like a, a couple of ice cubes and then an edible flower. It All was, flowers are edible. Did you know that? It was a uh, hibiscus. Hibiscus. Okay. A hibiscus. Yep. And then he put rosemary and sage in oh. it as well. And then edible glitter he sprinkled on top. Ugh. And it was the most delicious thing. It was so, it was sweet and smooth, but it was so savory. And it had that like rosemary, it had that earthy taste to it. Oh my God, it was so Anyway, I had three drinks there, and then we went to Ibar to see my friend Garrett, and uh, he gave me like four drinks and then like two shots, and I was just liquored up. Mm, and then Liquor, my you brought anger set in because this was on a Wednesday. He and I had broken up on like a Monday, so it was still fresh. I was very angry. Um. I'm not, I wasn't angry at him. I was just angry that we were no longer together. And I, it was almost like I was blaming myself for not making it work or not being able to make it work. And so I lashed out irrationally and sent him, well, I sent him bait first. I baited him into an argument by saying the stupidest thing, which was, it's too bad we're not together anymore, which baits you into going, why, why would you say that? And I just, I'm off the deep end. I jumped off the deep end and I, oh boy. I said the worst things. I said things that I didn't mean. I said things that weren't true. I just like, I went in and I was I was striking to kill and it worked and it made him extremely upset. Um, he cried. He were still getting over it because I had to spend the next day apologizing for my behavior. And yeah, that was just really unfortunate. And I hate that that happened, which brings me to my next topic. Um, cause we talk a lot about toxic relationships mm-hmm. and how to avoid being in one and getting away from the toxicity. But what happens if you're the toxic one? Cause in that scenario, I was the toxic one. I mean, the first step is realizing that it is you cause nothing harder than, <laughs> on, on the this next morning on this episode of hard to swallow pills, being the toxic one is hard until you realize that it's you. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. Because you're like, oh, this is, this is not working. This is not working. They do this and they do that and they do that. Mm-mm. But what do you do? What do I do? Right. And someone recently, mm, yeah. someone recently brought this to my attention. One of my friends. 
And I said, oh, you've been harboring a lot of feelings. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't you because... I wouldn't say that. No. I would be honest with you in a different way. I would hope that you would be honest with me along the way instead of, you know, waiting for an insignificant... Yeah. An excellent... In insignificance in our friendship, and then be like, "Correct." That's that's the all I can describe it as is just you screaming as loud as you can in somebody's face. That is what it felt like, right? And I was like, I, I, it, 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 "Wow, yeah." So maybe I am. Maybe someone's looking into it because <laughs> who could really hate me? I'm just, uh, no. D- was some of the things he was saying true? <laughs> Yeah. Were all of the things you said true? No. 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 But I just, you never know. Yeah. When you know, you know, but you don't know what you don't know. Right. So as advice for the week. But you don't need to hold on to it. Correct. If you are a close friend to someone and you see this, it's partially your responsibility to let them know. If you care about them. People are numb to themselves. Yeah. You know, I can do no wrong. I do this. Like, I know my faults, but do I? Right. It's like, maybe I do, but I need a confirmation. Like, this is what you're doing. You're acting a fool. You're going to come correct. Or you're going to embarrass yourself. Or, right. hey, you've already embarrassed yourself. You might want to not do it again. Yeah. Yeah. You have to understand when you are the one that's being toxic. Mm-hmm. And there you have giraffes. <laughs> yeah. So understand and stop yourself when you realize you're being toxic that was the next point yeah yeah and being in big enough to admit you're wrong we've talked about that a million times it's okay to ask for help it's you true. can't do everything on your own because yeah. if you were able to yeah god your life would be real lonely right maybe that's your thing but you know you, it's okay to be around people yeah what what the fuck Oh no, I found it on <gasps> Wait, I don't have my glasses on. Is that <gasps> it's a churchman. Is that what you call him? That's what we call him at work. But they're those okay, so Sweet let me paint stripes. this for you. Yes. Soft peppermint candy. So they're the kind. Are you gonna open it? No, I don't wanna have peppermint in my drink. <laughs> Why do you have sprinkles all over your carpet? <laughs> let's, l- let's do this one at a time. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Okay, fine. They're beads. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they look like sprinkles, like the tiny, like the kind you know that are in the cosmic you know brownies. What? Go eat them. Eat them. Come on. <laughs> like the cosmic brownies yeah, from Little Debbie. Yeah, they're cosmic, Daddy. man. Anyways, those mint. That mint is yeah. the kind that like almost melts or like butter mints, if you yes. will. Oh, I think you will. I know you will because they're delicious, which is why they're in here because I didn't eat them all. So whoever finishes their drink first gets it. <laughs> it's gonna be me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's like nothing left. That's um, all right. Something I did like say in my rantings with uh, my ex. Um, I accused him of doing this, and that was part of our problem because it wasn't it wasn't accurate. It wasn't true. It was what I had painted in my own mind as to what was happening. Okay. Um, this is not at all what was happening, but this is what I accused him of and ended up having to apologize for. But, um, something that nobody ever talks about is, and okay, let's erase my relationship from this scenario because like I said, this is not what happened, but I have had this happen before 
with friendships. Yeah. I've had it happen before with relationships and it's so uncomfortable and it's, it's soul crushing. Um, something nobody talk, ever talks about um, watching somebody uh, in your life that slowly loses interest in you and they just kind of, they don't text first. They don't ask how your day is going. They don't show interest in your conversation and it just, it feels like they're slowly backing out of your life and there's absolutely nothing you can do to stop it. I watched that happen actually today. Like really? I really thought about, uh, there was a person um, who I was once very close with through all of college and, and whatnot. Right. And all of a sudden they, cause they don't need a gender right now. Cause that's specific. <laughs> um, then they did this and I would find things out on the Facebook. Like, Yay. I thought we were close enough that you would be like, Hey, I'm buying a house. Hey, right. I'm getting engaged. Right. And I wasn't able to make it to their wedding because eh, my job. Wow. Imagine that. Um, and I think that really, that really took a toll on things. I think that was the one big thing, but honestly, I was one of the last people to know anything important in your life at the time. Yep. So I didn't put you at the front of mine. Yeah. And is that selfish? Yes and no, and for good and bad w- reasons. It's there's there's times when it's good to be selfish. There's times when it's bad to be selfish. Yeah, I think in this time it was good to be selfish because I was guarding myself from what I was guarding myself from nothing. That was what I was afraid of is you know losing this person, and I feel like unfortunately we have, and I don't know if we'll ever talk about it because is it going to rekindle? Uh, I don't think so. This person is millions of miles, and by millions I mean like a couple hundred, or whatever. I'm dramatic, <laughs> but. No, yeah. I watched it happen and I knew it was happening. And you know what I did to stop it? Nothing. Nothing. Because, you know, I, I don't know why I didn't. I just didn't. So. Well, I mean, a valuable yet hard lesson to learn. A very hard lesson to learn is if somebody wants to leave your life, you have to let them go. Yep. Yeah. If somebody that tells is really you. Hard. If somebody, if you're. If you're just in that situation where somebody is like, you know what, this isn't working out. I don't want to be a part of your life anymore. You can't, you can't do you anything. You gotta let them. You yep. can't do anything because what is it going to accomplish if you are trying to like hold them hostage? If you have to try that hard for something that should just come fluidly and naturally, it's not meant to be. A very dear friend of mine, um, he is he's married. He's he's been with his partner for the old ball and chain 12 years i guess yeah and 12 years he's, wow, good for him. he's miserable oh no nah, i retract my previous statement okay um he's miserable and he's just he feels like he's stuck in a rut um he feels that his husband is kind of like holding him back and he's telling me all of this and he like started to break down in tears and he's like because i feel like i can't leave him and i said why and he was like, the last time I told him that I was going to leave him, he threatened con- to commit suicide. And I was like, I can't live without you, so I'm not going to. Which baited him to stay. Right. And my friend Emily and I have talked about this before, and she's had that happen to her before. Where, and I, I she's not crass. She's not callous. She's very, like, straightforward and she doesn't allow herself to be manipulated like that. Mm. So she said when that happened to her, the guy was like, if you're not with me, I'm going to commit suicide. And she was like, well, I'm sorry that that is what you feel you have to do, but I can't be a part of it. 
Oy. The dude didn't commit suicide. It was literally just a threat. But fortunately, not everyone may, you know, make an empty threat. So you people, people do make empty threats a lot, and sometimes you don't know if they're going to be empty or not. But you know, he's stuck in that situation. She got out of that situation. Um, my uh, an old relationship of mine ended extremely violently, very painfully. I told you about this. Mm-hmm. Um, things were thrown at me. Wine glasses, wine bottles were thrown at me. A perfectly good wine. What the I fuck? The end of the day. Um, I, d- I told him I never wanted to see him again. I told him I don't want to talk to him ever again. Mm-hmm. And he tried every little thing to get a hold of me. He Oh, that's one. Yeah. He texted me all the time. He was calling me all the time. And I just kept ignoring, kept ignoring, kept ignoring. And then he texted me literally like two weeks before I was moving to Singapore. And he was like, can you talk? And I'm like, I know that tone. So I was like, no, I can't. Why? What's wrong? And he was like, you need to go get tested because I'm HIV positive and I've been HIV positive for the past 10 years. And I didn't tell you. And I knew it, but I didn't tell you. So you need to go get yourself tested because you're positive, which sent me spiraling. Well, naturally. And not a light hearted accusation. It was one of those things that I like, I didn't respond to him and I just kind of sat and stewed on it for a long time, marinated on it for a while. Mm. I was still stuck at work for the next six hours. My anxiety was indescribable. And then I decided that night I was like, I can't, I can't wait to go tomorrow morning to go to the free center to get tested for HIV. I need to go now so I left work on time I didn't leave early um, I left work at my regular time and I swung by the Walgreens and I picked up the the at home test that you can do on yourself mm-hmm. and uh, those are expensive it was, yeah. it was like 80 bucks and so I drop 80 bucks on this thing and I go home I give myself my HIV test and it comes back negative and I texted him back and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm HIV negative. And he was like, yeah, I know. I was just trying to get a, trying to get you to talk to me. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's, are you oh. fucking kidding me? You can't be that. That's something you don't, you're not casual and callous. About. He is the king of manipulation. God, that's just enough. Give him a fucking another crown. level. That's another level. Back. That's insane. Back that's crazy. insanity. Yeah. I mean, he already had issues with drug problems, and I didn't know that. When he and I were together, again, you're looking through those rose-colored glasses. Everything's prettier, though. You can't help it. And he was appealing, and this, you know, he was he was beautiful to look at. He was so nice. He had his shit together. Mm. And then it came to the point where I hated my roommate so much that he was like, why don't you just move in with me? So I moved in with him, and within two months, I was like, oh, wait, wait, you don't have your shit together. You're behind on this bill. You're behind on that bill. You want me to pay for this? Like, it was like, okay, hi, you've you've lived here for two weeks. Here, here's our electric bill. It's 400 bucks. <laughs> what? You want me to pay your back pay on your electricity? Like, Mm-mm. what? He didn't have his shit together. That's why I'm so resilient to enter relationships because I hear things like this and I'm like, yeah. But what if I gave all this time right. and then I find out that yeah, I gotta pay someone's. Uh uh-uh. uh 
Right. Unless they pay in your bills, pay them bitches no mind. Thank Correct. you, Mama Rue. And you know, it was it was just really bad. Yeah. But um, I'd say. But you know, at the, you hear all these horror stories, and it like you said, it makes you like weary to enter new relationships. But something that I have um, had to deal with lately is knowing I'm enough. You are. And I'm finally coming to that realization Good. on my own. Good. That I'm like, I don't need somebody to complete me. It's helpful. I complete <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you said something the other day that kind of, struck struck gold in me I guess okay. and, um, yeah um, oh it was the mm, yes uh, just be able to let someone love you to take a risk I had to write this down that's right um, take a risk and a chance and swim out for enough that if it gets too deep you can swim back to safety yeah oh damn I said that didn't I yeah you did <laughs> hey <laughs> um, and I read that and I was like, <sighs> didn't need that right now, yeah. but here it is. Yep. <laughs> you didn't ask for this, but you're getting it. We didn't have to go there, but it, well, yeah. we turned and now we live here. And uh, you can substitute the word like for love, you know, whatever, course, however it falls, because love is a very strong word and it, it carries a lot with it. So be careful when you're saying it. You're <laughs> like, love you. And I'm like, mm-hmm, you too. <laughs> mm, we'll eat the mint. Okay. Quietly. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. And Judas. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Like We're going to do this ASMR. Can you open it? Oh, you did it. No, you just got to let it sit. Okay, no, don't chew it. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> or you just got to let it, like, dissolve in your mouth. Thank you. This is my Jesus, man. It's your, it is it, that this is my accomplished mint of the day. You know, it's my Jesus mint. Isn't that what we called him? Uh, oh, it's a church a mint. A church mint, okay. but you know, well, Jesus is a biscuit. It's melting. I know. It's magical. But, anyways, <laughs> I can't not chew it. It's so good. Oh, you can bite it in half, and that's it. That's more than half. I'm looking at you. It's already gone. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that's um, why we go through so many of them. I'm sorry. I, uh, I digress. Anyways, um, just letting someone in, and is this something that I've recently found? Yes, because for so yes. long I was I was so afraid to let anybody in, and much to my mother's dismay. <laughs> Come back you home. Know, I found you a nice boy, mother. <laughs> you know, you probably did. One of the like the greatest parts for me about this is I've been able to watch it. Yeah, I've seen it, and I kept it to myself. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to let this happen. And I watched it like start unfolding. And I was like, oh, I see what's going on here. Ooh. Yeah. Like in a good way. Um, it made me want to sing. There's something there that wasn't there before. <laughs> <laughs> something sweet. And almost kind. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Very that. What? Okay. What's there, Mom? I'll tell you, I'll when, tell you when you're older. <laughs> Off to the cupboard with you now. <laughs> Thank you, Angela Lansbury. Yes. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, just letting yourself... Uh, it's putting yourself in outside of your comfort zone, and that mm-hmm. is a terrifying thing. Absolutely. Because the fear of failure is what keeps 
a lot of people, including myself, wow, I just admitted it. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I needed this, but this here we are. This program brings out the truth. This program brought to you by truth. Also, don't do drugs, kid. If you have, oh, well. Um, yeah, just letting yourself into the possibility of things and just the... Letting yourself slip into the unknown. I know yuck. I said it, but... Oh, well, that song's good. Mm-hmm. Um, making yourself vulnerable. It's a terrifying thing, and I did it, and it yielded great results. Um, and it will continue yep. to yield results because, again, live chats, man. There, yep. were, Like I said, there were things we talked about that broke down any sort of... Any, well, not any, but many barriers of, oh, yep. uh, we can talk about this, bruh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that's good. do I need to know everything right away? No, no, no. That's that's part of <laughs> That's part of relationship. That's part of relationship yeah. is discovering people, at, discovering your person right. or people, if that's what you're into. That's okay. Um, plug me. Get it? Yeah. Um, if that's right for you and you're going to find things that aren't perfect and things that you just go, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there were times where I just went, Oh, thank God that was your answer. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I was hoping. And, you know, it, yeah, it's scary to go out there, you know, but, you know, put your toe in. And if it feels comfortable, put your foot in. Mm-hmm. And then go up to your knee. And then, God forbid, you go up to where your balls hit the water because they're going <laughs> to, sh- <laughs> you're going to go, <gasps> <laughs> wow, I was going so good there for a minute. You were. <laughs> and then just, just dive. And, you know, at least you know that, you know, you're ankle deep, so dive as as close as you can. Yep. And if you get hurt, you know, you learn something from it. You know, you didn't break your neck by jumping in blindly. You you took it the pace that works for you and enough that made you comfortable. Yeah. So, wow, where did that come from? I don't know, but I love it. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, It came to me and I said, I'll know more about this when I'm talking. And I did. So yeah. here you go. Let yourself. Just let yourself. That's it. Two words. Let yourself. Well, yeah. As we talked about in one episode, that's what the basis of everyone's magic is. Magic. You just got to... Let yourself. Well, yeah. It, it, we talked about it because it was a quote from Halloween Town. Oh, boy. When, yeah. uh, when Marnie was... Talking to her grandma? Yeah, when grandma yeah. Uh, said, that's the basis of all magic is you just have to want something and let yourself and have it. Let yourself have it. Yes. Yes, in, in that in that tone of voice. Aggie Cromwell. Oh, we love Aggie Cromwell. <laughs> uh, by the way, I own that movie if you'd like to watch it. Okay, well, uh, it's Disney Plus, so uh, everybody oh, it has it. Oh, yeah. yeah, is it yeah. Disney? Oh, it's yeah. a DCOM. I said that the other day. Yeah. So I was like, what's oh, a DCOM? And I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> um, Disney Channel original movie. Before, I didn't know that till recently. Before we get too off topic, um, something I do want to share. Um, I wrote her name down. I'm probably gonna butcher this name, but you know what? We can phonetically figure it out. Uh, Marina Abravnik. Gesundheit. Um, she, I believe, is Russian. She's exotic. Anyway, she's exotic. Um, That's what we'll go with. So she was with this man for like. A very long time. Yay! And she was a performance artist. She Yay. is. She is a performance mm-hmm. artist. Um, 
she would go to museums and do live performance art. Oh. And this man that she was with for many, many, many years would mm-hmm. do these different things to show what love is. And because everyone loves differently. Mm-hmm. Find and out your love language. Let me tell you, that's extremely beneficial yes. in relationships. One of the things that she did with this man was she was in one of the, I think it was probably like a New York, um, New York mm-hmm. Museum of okay. Art and Guggenheim maybe. And Gesundheit. she, they, they had this giant crossbow, like oh. not crossbow, but like bow and arrow. Okay. Those are the same, but different. Yeah. Sorry. It was, a, <laughs> it was a giant like person sized bow and arrow. Okay. Crossbows. And witch hunters use. She held one end okay. and leaned all of her weight back and he had the arrow and pulled all of his weight back. So if one of them let go, the other one was going to get killed. Him. It was it was real. And so literally it was them balancing each other's weight. And if he let go, that arrow was going to go into him right through her. Mm. She was the one holding the, the bow part going backwards. Oh, okay. He was the one holding the thread and the arrow going this way. So if he let go, it was going to pierce her. It was double-sided, so if she let go, it was going to go into him. you left that very important detail out. That was... (laughs) Okay. And that was their demonstration of what love is. It's equal parts. Trust. I'm glad you surprised me with this. I didn't... wasn't ready for it, but I... Yeah. Yeah, wow. And um, I'll have to show you this video, but... They they oh, did things like that. That was how it. yes, awesome. but that okay. was how powerful their love was, and that's how powerful their message was. So flash forward, um, you know, a few years after that, they decided that they were no longer suited for each other. Okay. Um, they split, and they never spoke to each other again. It was one of those like, let's leave what we had. Let's leave it as it is and walk away before we I will present. always mm-hmm. remember you. You will always remember me. We will always remember each other in this moment. And they walked away and they never saw each other. 25 years later, she is at a New York Museum of Modern Art. Like she does. Okay. And she did this thing called a moment of silence. She, it was like a, it was like a two week long engagement. She was there every day. And she sat at a wooden table and you sat on the other end and she had her head down. And as soon as you sat down, she looked up at you and you made eye contact. And That's you so powerful. Did not, she didn't say a single word. She just made eye contact with you for a full, for a full minute, 60 seconds. That is a long time. And then you would just look and the, the people that sat down, some people would just have that kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like nervous laugh about them and she just remained still and she would smile but she would make that eye contact for a full mo- full minute right and then she would lower her head and the next person would go That's some people would laugh some people would be very uncomfortable some people broke down in tears full sobbing tears because she has this like message behind her eyes like it's in yeah, her absolutely. soul it's coming out so she's got her head down 
and the man that she hasn't seen or spoken to in 25 oh, years Marian, uh-uh. walks in and he sits down and she lifts her head and they make eye contact and both of them share this moment and she has this kind of like <sighs> with her and he's sobbing in tears but he's got this smile on his face that's like I still remember the way we were and I still love you Wow. and they share this minute long silence she's crying he's crying but they both have this like smirk of like I remember what it was like to be with you and I loved it so much and I still love you and at the end of the minute she put her head down and he left and he never came back and it is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life we're gonna watch that it's beautiful if you haven't seen it, it's called A Moment of Silence with Maria, Marina, Marina? Sure. Uh, Abravnik, Abravnik. Okay. Uh, Marina, A-B-R-A-M-O-V-I-C. Abramich. Abramich? Abramich. Okay. Yeah. From the sounds of it, should, yeah, yeah, Slavic. Yeah. The C says, yep. Okay. And this is all, this is all in uh, viewable format on the, uh, YouTube. Tu- on the tube of you? Yeah. Okay. You'd probably have to dig deeper for her, like, older stuff. But a moment eh. of silence is what killed me. It came across. I came across on it probably 2014, meh, maybe earlier on Tumblr, and I came across. It, I was like, oh, what is this? And I kind of fell down the rabbit hole on her and her the performance internet. art, and I was like, oh my god, the I sobbed. For that. Yeah, I sobbed. It was, it's just so beautiful. So the internet's for man. It's um, for knowledge and things and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You don't know you need it, but you know what does? The universe. Yeah. Karma Kitty with her murder mittens. Right. Mm-hmm. She'll sink those things in deep. Um, but something to think about. Um, every tear that you've shed in private was a down payment on your next big thing. How dare you? I know. How It's dare true, you? though. Yeah. What, bra- what tears you down is setting you up for the next big thing. Indeed, and that goes hand in hand with the people you're going to meet are not always destined to stay in your life, but they were meant to be there for a reason. Yeah. Because you did what? You learned something. Yeah. And you carry it with you, and you're never going to forget. I mean, you may forget, but you're not going to forget the way that you felt. No. That's something that doesn't go away. That's just, that is like chiseled into like, (sighs) into you. Yeah. You, your body is muscle memory. It's going to remember, oh, my God, I've been through this. This is my response. I'm not going to do it. So, yep. Yep. I wholeheartedly agree with that. As we, you know, we talked about the Medea quote was like everybody being a branch of a tree. It's it's so true. And you can you can go through your friends list. I know you people at home can go through your friends list right now and be like, uh. I can equate a part of a tree to every single one of the people in my mm-hmm. life. You can also go through an, on every day of the year, which happens to be at least one person's birthday. And if you don't know them, you can delete them. And you know what? It's a year-long process, and you don't have to do it that often. Just once a day. You're welcome for that. Mm, interesting. Happy birthday, unfriend. <laughs> but yeah. it is, sometimes these people don't... I have fallen in love with my block button lately. I really have because I've fallen in love with the idea of if you're not in my life I'm not going to sound selfish and say if you're not here to serve me because I've seen a lot of that self-righteous bullshit on on Twitter 
when they're like, if you're not here to serve me, get the fuck out of my life. And I'm like, but not, they're the world does not revolve around no. you, sweetheart. Mm-mm. But I have fallen in love with the idea of like, if you are not serving a purpose in my life and I am not serving a purpose in yours, why are we here? Correct. And if you want to start petty bullshit and you want to, you want to come for me and just like, just for the sake of like, I'm going to stir up some drama so I can get you to, you know, bait you into it. I'm like, I don't, I don't have time it's for that. It's called eliciting a response. Like, I'm sorry. I don't have time. You're right. So have a great day. I'm not here to argue with you. And when you stay calm and cool and collected is when they get pissed off Correct. because you're not willing to play their game. Nope. So and spoiler, every single person that you've come across in your life has served a purpose. Yes, it has. Maybe it's just to experience them and nothing more for right. three minutes, five minutes, yeah. an hour, three hours, an entire day. Maybe that is your relationship moment, with that person. A moment of silence with a moment of Marina silence. Abramovich. Good gosh. I can only imagine. Eye contact is such an important thing. Mm-hmm. And if you can't if you can't experience that without being like, you know, some people did in that video. Some people are like, uh, this is too much for me. And then there's a woman who literally just sat and cried. And because it's very intimate. It is. Eye contact, initiating eye contact in a conversation is a huge thing also, because it also indicates that you are actively listening Mm -hmm. to be not engaged you know, people list, people hear, but they don't always listen. So I think keeping an eye contact with someone yeah. speaks on so many more volumes than just, okay, hi. Unfortunately for me, when I'm like on a first date, I know that I don't make eye contact. Oh, I get nervous. It's because I got that nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, exactly. I don't make <laughs> eye contact for a while. Yeah. But when I do, you better know. I am into you. Mm-hmm. Also, if you want to tell me my eyes are gorgeous, I'm probably going to giggle and be like, okay, well, look at them again. <laughs> look at them in the sun. It's Ooh. so funny because, you know, anybody who knows me knows that that's my defining feature is my eye color because they are very, very, very light blue. Which is weird because they but should be shit brown. Why? Because you're full of it. Shut up. Anyway, so ironically, um, you know, <laughs> here we are with me. I got so I got brown eyes. Uh, I have very blue eyes, but it's funny because like anytime that I'm like talking to a dude for the first time, they're like, "I'm sure you hear this all the time, but your eyes are gorgeous." My response every single time is, "I've heard it a million times, and it never gets old." Thank you. Good, <laughs> good, 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 good. It's called but treat yourself. Exactly. Uh, you want to do the beauty tip that I wrote? Oh, yes. Blending is... Oh, that's not, not the beauty, not, tip. Not that beauty tip. Girl, blending. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Paint for the front, for the back row, not the front row. <laughs> if you were a drag queen, if you were not, you paint for the front row, not exactly. the back row. You hooker? Unless you're, yeah, unless you're a hooker, then whatever. Do whatever you want. Whatever gets you a dollar. Beauty tip of the week. Never settle for less than you're worth. You are the tequila, not the chaser. You are welcome. Don't be chasing after these boys. These boys need to be chasing after you. Because mm-hmm. you are the tequila, not the chaser. You are the guac, honey. You are not the free salsa. You are the guac. Oh, but I love the free salsa. Okay, it's really good, too. But, like, okay. the guac is really good. Oh, shit. Shit, I meant to think that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you did, too. So, But 
yeah okay. that's our that's our that's our podcast that's our program for the day uh thank you for saying program because my mom would kill me if i said program because i don't know if you know this but in the english language program is not a word i mean program just sounds more more better Program is like sort of saying from Lou. what I from what I understand. It, program is like if you're gonna program something, that's your programming a computer. That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But welcome to this program. Yeah. Also, saying the words Lou and lavatory instead of bathroom. <laughs> Where is that person? I think they've run into the Lou. I do it without like, even oh, thinking, and oh. they're like the Lou, and I said, the Lou, lavatory, the the powder <laughs> room. Yes. Do you remember that line she, in uh, Clue? She, she in there clapping her cheeks. That's <laughs> oh not right. God. That's not right. That's not right at all. <laughs> uh, do you remember that, that part in Clue when <laughs> she's like, um, do you have the powder room? And the French maid goes, uh, oui, oui, madame. She's like, no, I just need to powder my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Oui, oui, madame. <laughs> no, I just need to powder my nose. Uh, anyway, we're spent. Oh, All right. Well, next time on our podcast on the program, we're gonna do. It's gonna be the season finale. Next, uh, I know this this season we have drug the fuck out. We appreciate you guys. It's been it's been a little crazy, but oh I think we kind of got a handle on yeah, on our, our lives and our schedules. But so. this next episode, I don't even think Dylan knows about this. Uh, I don't like surprises. I already hate you. Surprise. The next episode that we will be doing is going to be coming live from this closet on Facebook Live. And we're going to record it oh. so you can listen to it if you're not able to join us on Facebook Live. Oh, I got to clean. Uh-huh. Oh. And we're gonna I'm gonna um, get a whole bunch of churchmen so we can eat them all the <laughs> way through. But the the subject of the next podcast is going to be your favorite movie. And I don't mean <sighs> just one favorite movie. I don't have one, I have two. No. No, honey. I have broken this down into many, many oh, categories. Oh, okay. So okay. we're doing yeah, yeah, yeah. favorite romance. We're doing favorite drama. We're doing favorite comedy. Mm-hmm. Favorite 80s. Favorite 90s. Favorite trash. Like, oh. favorite, tra- my favorite trash movie, I will tell you right now. My favorite trash movie. Trash. No, no, no. Don't movie. tell. We get, No, you can come back. You can come back next time and you can hear what our favorite trash movie is. My favorite trash movie. Don't tell was, me. No, 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 no. Was a Halloween Horror Nights house this last year. I will just let you know that. Okay, fair enough. All Favorite right. trash movie. Now you can see what we look like if you don't know what we look like. Yeah, right. I'm going to have to beat for this. Nah, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be nice. nice. Yes. All right. Well, okay. um, I think on that note, um, be nice to one another. Uh-uh. Or at the very least, be cordial. Thank you. Okay, thanks. We and can never get it right. Uh, anyway, we're out of here. Until next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.